Welcome to the Boisterous Brothers. My name is George Rockall Schmidt. I'm here with Damien Benedict. How are you doing today, Damien? Getting in the festive spirit because it's December now. Of course, yes. Yeah. I, I'm almost the complete embodiment of the Christmas spirit. Can I imagine tell? so. Yeah, the yeah. Scrooge spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I spent too many Christmases working, so fuck. Do, I can't. I can't. You know, give a fuck. You know the famous bit in a Christmas Carol where whoever it is uh, Michael Caine. I think that was the traditional version, wasn't it? Michael Caine leans out of the the window and says, you boy, what day is it? And the little peasant goes, what today, sir? Today is Christmas. Yeah. And he goes, here, take a, a shilling and buy yourself a turkey or whatever, or buy me a turkey. Shouldn't the boy say, did you not just fucking hear me, old man? It's Christmas Day. Nothing's going to be open. Where am I going to buy a fucking turkey from, knobhead? <laughs> so, well, yeah, I've never actually taken stock of that moment. Yeah. It's supposed to be a glorious mo a moment where he, you can yeah. see he's reformed his ways. He's, yeah. a, he's a good man now. He goes along, goes... It's, Goes to little um, little Jimmy Pratchett's house, whatever they're called. Crockett's. David Crockett's, that's the one, yeah. isn't it, from Miami Vice. And uh, Wow, that's all over the map. I, thought <laughs> I would love to see that movie. <laughs> and say, says, you know, don't worry, I'm, I know I was a bastard for the last 20 years, but Christmas is on me. Well, it's too fucking late, Scrooge. Yeah. Too My son needed medicine two weeks ago, you bell end. He won't, he won't see New Year's now. No. That's it. Yeah. This he, is, will he, be he's alive. He's alive, but he's dying. Yeah. Yeah. This is his last Christmas. Yeah. These, this, the, the, these were the moments to make. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you could do, Scrooge? What would be absolutely wonderful? Just leave me stuff in your will and go hang yourself right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Christmas carol, I think, that should have been written. That's, that's, that's real. Yeah. That's none of this the, yeah. happy bullshit. There's truth in that art. Right. Art is truth. Truth is art. Do you have any Christmas stories? Naturally. Yes. Of course. Uh, being, being, you know, the Marks and Spencer's Santa Claus for the last seven years. Yeah. Well, it's a, I call it a Christmas story because it's something that happened around Christmas time. Well, if Die Hard was a Christmas story, which it was. Yes, of course. It's a definitive Christmas story. More so than fucking whatever, was it, Scrooge Muppets in Space Vice or whatever it was. We Scrooge Muppets in Space Macduff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, this was just um, a dreary December morning. I get up early um, and I'm checking, well, I'm going to check. Uh, Do you want me to put some, like a tambourine over this or something? So, <laughs> jingle these sounds. Yeah, sleigh bells. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I go to uh, uh, check my emails on my girlfriend's laptop at the time. And um, yeah, she did not think to um, clear up her browsing, uh, her browser the night before or whatever. So it's not like you went into a history. This was just open. No, it was just open. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, you were meant to be using her laptop. I don't know why that matters. but uh, Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I asked. You're you just going to look at pictures of cars anyway. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I'm still stroke one out, you know. <laughs> I love a GT. <laughs> Bob from accounting.com. Oh, God, I remember that. That is, uh, yeah. yeah. That was a picture we saw, me and Damien saw, like the first time we ever went on the internet yep. together. And we went back to the internet as well. You know? <laughs> That's the bizarre thing. Do you know what? Actually, I looked it up not so long ago. It's from The Onion, I think. It's oh, a joke. Really? Yeah. Oh, right, but, okay. it, but it essentially was Bob from accounting. It was a picture of a guy. Very grainy, low pixel quality image of a guy in stockings fucking a Ford Fiesta's exhaust pipe. Yeah, but like going back to it, it was a joke. But we, we, we ran away. Yeah, I don't know. I, saw, I don't know if I saw the same one quite recently, but I saw something like that. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a dude in a teddy, um, with his dick in the exhaust pipe, but also quite impressively a dude, a dude with a teddy. You what? know, like a Basque, you know, like lingerie type thing. You know, I never, I and mean, that's called a teddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a turn off. Well, 
That, you, you know, that's what it is. But what was really impressive, it, um, not just with his dick was in the exhaust pipe, but also yeah. his balls. <laughs> I was going to say, you've got to have some girth to fucking exhaust pipe. <laughs> I suppose if you're going to get your balls in there. No, you haven't. <laughs> I remember somebody telling me about the first time they had sex and it was completely ruined by their their belief. Their, their very ardent belief, because they tried this multiple times, that you have to get your balls in the condom. <laughs> Are you sure that just wasn't the, the lies that we just tell other kids at school to try and corrupt them? <laughs> yeah, you've got to get your balls in the condom, otherwise it'll turn out that uh, that the condom is made of razor blades oh. if you don't do that or something. So go on, then tell us tell us what, what this horrible porn is that yeah, you saw. Um, so there's just this, Keep I, in mind this is a family show. Yeah, yeah and it's Christmas time as well. You know. <laughs> Merry Christmas, by the way. I mean, I am going to make sure the thumbnail is covered in... Like cartoon characters. And, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> well, that that would be appropriate. <laughs> it was called. Uh, it was a tab that was left open, and I uh, I saw the title "Black Cock Tentl- Tentacle Monster." Um, I did a double take because I wasn't sure I'd actually seen that because the, it was just so out of left field. Yeah, because cock and tentacle. I mean, that's like a redundancy, isn't it? You know, you'd, you'd have known what it was if it was just black tentacle monster. Yeah. Or black cock monster, whatever. Black cock monster. Yeah, this this was my gripe. It's the uh, the to, uh, the tautology there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I did this double take. I, I had to check a it out. Because cock is basically a tentacle. Yeah, of course. Like, like with science, suckers. Science, yeah. Yes, that's right. That's, Run, that's what mine's like. Runaway I mean, kids. You don't want to have sex. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I checked this thing out, and it's a video um, on that was called fapdo.com or something like that, mm. which wasn't my usual website for uh, porn mm-hmm. so it was, mm-hmm. it was unknown territory for me but what yeah um it was a hentai thing um so a, a drawing a drawing mm-hmm. lot of pictures pictures um and yeah i think to check out because she's still in bed at this point it's, it's like first thing in the morning and i get up like hours before everybody else anyway so yeah i thought i, I have to check this out and mm-hmm. see what's going on here mm-hmm. and um yeah i uh, i couldn't look at her the same ever again so i mean okay you've said it's a black cock tentacle monster but it's a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. What, what is it? I mean, did you watch any of it? Yeah, yeah. I watched like I watched a lot. I, I was, watched I like just... a, I watched like a good thirty-five minutes of it. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was, it was like a ten-minute thing, but uh, I did. Yeah, I. I you I, watched all of it. I yeah, I put the time in. I was absolutely fascinated. What happens? And rock hard as well. Um, you've got these two girls that are just trapped in this sex dungeon. Um, mm-hmm. And one of them is strung up by this black cock tentacle, which you never see. You just see it wrapped around her hands, and she's kind of like spread eagle in the air. Um, the other girl is, there's a, like, I guess is an orc, right? This right. M- massive green fucking dude who just kind of got her right. midair and just like he's sliding her up or down this massive fucking cock. Yeah. R- right. Um, and they're just basically just kind of flanding but, around. But where does the monster come into it? Oh, it happens. Uh, I'm getting to it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we don't need to know these details. Like, I'm not interested in that. Just get to, get to, the, get to the horrible, horrible tentacle monster thing all right so yeah um as this bird's been fucked this tentacle monster now like parts of it drop off into a tiny little slug which crawls up oh, her thigh like sliver yeah and into her ass right and then just like she drops down to uh the floor and that's essentially all you see of this monster right oh good but um at the same time the uh, orc is now finished with this girl after a very uh, massively bloody cum shot as, she, as he blows his load inside her and just drops her to the floor. Uh-huh. She thinks she's getting away. Yeah. She looks at her friend, and now because of that te- tentacle monster inside of her, she's now grown this giant alien penis. Oh, so the, oh, okay, yeah, right. And proceeds, that makes sense. Yeah, naturally, yeah. yeah. And proceeds to rape the shit out of her friend. Right. And that's it. Please let that be it. Oh, uh, there's, there's this one little yeah, kind of aside. Is this, yeah. There's some 
it's all subtitled. Mm-hmm. Um, and towards the end, when she's like raping her friend, um, it talks about how she's going to like come inside and make her pregnant, um, uh-huh. and we all come back together, and we can get we can be all made pregnant again to, all together and stuff like that. Um, which was it's just it was so many levels of what the fuck is going on, but. What really got me was when I scrolled down mm-hmm. to the comments section, <laughs> there was one comment. <laughs> and it was from your username or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, it, was it was one comment. Go on. Um, and it was just this guy that says, this, this video has been poorly uh, translated. It really kind of spoils the subtext of this scene. I suppose subtext is everything in something <laughs> like that. So, <sighs> and I, 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 I lost my shit when I saw that. I thought it was absolutely fucking hilarious. I couldn't tell if that was a joke or not, but I know there are some fucking perverts that would be like, no, this is not good. This is not up to the standard. Well, even if it was a joke, it was someone who watched it for longer. I mean, you watched it for 10 minutes. I, I don't know how you can call anyone a pervert. It sounds, sounds, it's not that it sounds filthy. It just sounds shit. Yeah. It just sounds shit. It just sounds like, Yes. I mean, your girlfriend, what, what, what did this, what, what happened to your relationship after this? Did this affect it? Because I'm kind of like listening to this and I'm thinking, well, I quite like complicated women, but th- there is a bridge, isn't there? That yeah, is yeah, too yeah. far. Well, I mean, that, at that point, the relationship was in meltdown anyway, so I didn't really give a, oh, right. I confronted her and she was like, oh no. It's, it's your fault because yeah. you're just not giving me what I need, yeah. i.e. a black tentacle. Exactly. Like eight, eight feet of it crawling up inside <laughs> my own ass. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I, she just, I did, I confronted her about it, and she just played ignorance. She's like, "No, that wasn't me. It was just, it was, I don't know." Um, um, but she never gave you a proper excuse, then. No, 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 no. no. And she, she was banged to rights, so and I was just like, brushed it off. Yeah, it's like, uh, this is like the most interesting thing I've found out about you. Don't. <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. I can't imagine there are that many women who are into that. Mm. There was like a, a point, maybe like a couple of months beforehand, um, when you'd boot up the browser, and it used to be like you get like thumbnails of like frequently visited sites and what have you. So you'd have um, like Google, Facebook, oh, and all that kind of stuff. Back before the days of incognito mode. Yeah, and one of them, I didn't didn't have any pictures or anything, but it has the title, and it just said something about cartoon porn. I was like, "What's that all about?" And she was like, "Oh, back in Japan, it's like my apparently my brother would use it," and I'm just like, "Oh, whatever." Oh man. And she kind of like tried to pawn off the same story um, it can't be as bad as that pikachu picture um well look that up kids enough of that yeah. now we're going over to lieutenant colonel bilgewater because hopefully he's not going to talk about anything like black tentacle monster porn oh my god <laughs> hello the boisterous brothers no black tentacle monsters however there were lots of monsters coming out for black friday ruthlessly pushing and stepping over each other bringing a ring of truth to the saying that if you stare too long into a bargain, you better watch it, because that bargain might stare back into you. Also, a 90-year-old cigar smoker died, perhaps signaling the end of communism in Cuba and the return of the very dead Fulgencio Batista. Also, Donald Trump offered sour grapes, despite winning the American politician idol, saying he would have won even better if millions of people hadn't voted. Or something like that. Yours, reportedly, Lieutenant Colonel Anonymous Bilgewater. He's got the whole world in his bottom. He's got the whole world in his bottom. He's got the whole world in his bottom. He's got the whole world in his bottom.
Fraser discovers his parents were embroiled in an adulterous scandal. The Fraser boys simply question the instances of a summer holiday that took place as children. Upon finding the truth, they pour vicious scorn upon Martin. Fraser very effectively achieves this in nothing but his underwear. The meat of this episode is the Fraser boys reminiscing over an old photo album. They comment that one of them has a small face and the other has chunky thighs. They do not allude as to which is which. Daphne, meanwhile, suggests that Fraser grow a moustache, of which I approve. Uh, so this is obviously, I mean, I say obviously, this is the episode where Fraser uh, finds out that what he thought happened as a kid, he thought that his father had a relationship with somebody else, or looking back, he thought that wasn't true. His perspective was skewed because he was a child and children are stupid. Yes. Yes. He was also foolish and as an adult. He still yeah. can get it right. Yeah. Silly Fraser as a child, silly Fraser as a bald adult man. I, I, think, I imagine him as bald as a I kid. I feel, feel that, yeah, I think that's a bit of a redundant mm -hmm. thing to say. Mm -hmm. uh, I imagine he was uh, just as follically impaired as a child. <laughs> yes, I think so. I imagine he actually had no hair and he didn't start growing hair until, on his head until he was like 13 or 14. <laughs> like his puberty took place mostly on his neck. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the reason in the first season he's got the long curly locks because they are essentially pubes. <laughs> it's growing from his ass. <laughs> it's like some sort of weird backward mullet. He's very skillfully kind of woven, it's fashioned it up the back of his uh, shirt to pop out the back of his neck. <laughs> it, yeah, it's not attached to his back at all. He just has to wear a big elastic bands. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's essentially a very long ponytail. Yeah, it's a very long vine growing. Yeah, and only grows out of a patch maybe that wide. Yeah. At, the, at the you know top of his butt crack. Yeah. It's like the most cunning comb forward ever. Just hasn't quite reached the crown. Yeah. Mm. If he could just hold out for another kind of couple of years, he'd finally be able to get that fringe he's always dreamed of. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Maybe that's what Donald Trump was doing. Whoever that guy was. Yeah. He's dead now. Yes. Or president, whatever. Don't know. Not not that into new new. What's it called? News. 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 Nudes. B B yeah. So, have you ever assumed anything as a childling that you've realised was wrong? Have you taken for, uh, things for granted that my parents would tell me? The only thing I used to kind of would get wrong as a kid was a little, maybe like t TV and movies. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I watched seemingly innocent things as a child and watched them again. Like, as like you watched you watched that bit in Pulp Fiction where they're in the dungeon, and the cops, you know, doing Marcellus Wallace, and you were like, "Oh, so that's what sex is." Yeah, yeah. Well, it definitely la laid the groundwork for other things I would encounter in my adult years. Mm -hmm. I never believed in Christmas, right? I never, I mm -hmm. believed in Christmas. I never believed in Santa Claus. I never got that. Like my parents tried to tell me Santa Claus was real, but it was always like. But it says on these presents, like it says on the little card from mum and dad, what? So you're giving Santa Claus these presents and he's bringing them back here. And that seems. So you're, a waste what of your time. parents tried to, well, uh, present well, it in the I traditional when, Christmas manner? I guess when I was four or what, 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 just by lying. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's ever like they sat me down and said, there's this man called Santa Claus who lives in the sky. He's not God. Don't ever confuse him with God. That's blasphemy. Blasphemy. Uh, That's blasphemy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Christmas, you know, you should be excited about Santa. There's this other guy called Jesus Christ. Don't worry about him. He's much more important, though. But now, we'll get to him later. Yeah, when it's too late. No, they never said anything like that. But, like, definitely school did. Like, none of the teachers were kind of, you know, against it. I'm pretty sure as a mm. kind of six or seven-year-old, it would have been quite hard for me to go to a teacher and say, does Santa exist? And for them to say no, mm. 
I don't know. I, I, I would have. I mean, maybe we've blown it for some people. Maybe this is like. Oh yeah, because it turns out our de- demographic about? are like six years old. <laughs> no, I just, no, not at all. It's just retards. Well, I think I would have got away. With, I got away with it at my school. Um, I don't remember buying into it. I don't think my parents. Yeah, but your school was like ninety-five percent Muslim. Yeah, but it was still a Church of England school, though, which is quite oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, because Santa and Church of England like that. Yeah. Yeah. Bosom buddies. Bosom buddies. Yeah. Tick queens. <laughs> I've never heard that expression before. <laughs> but I, I will. Inco- I will. Uh, I'll make a point of using an everyday conversation. Now. Yeah, I think you should change your avatar to two tits being squeezed together. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say Anton Deck. But I, I don't know. It, it's something that I kind of ne- never got, never really got into. So I can't really think of anything I assumed. I think I was a very cynical child. What did I assume? I think I probably assumed I would have more hair at this time of my life. I also remember kind of thinking like, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of thought like your early 20s or when you're, I'm going back to like when I was mm-hmm. just starting to be a teenager. I kind of thought your early 20s were, were it. That was when... That was like the prime of your life. You were a young adult. You had energy. You were free. You presumably had a job, right? And you weren't just starting that job. And looking back, obviously that wasn't true. And that wasn't true for pretty much everyone I, mm-hmm. I know. And it just makes me kind of think, well, people say, people say, oh, well, you know, when you, when you hit 30, that's when you're experienced, but you're still young. Or your late 30s that's the prime of your life because you you know a lot of stuff you've got some easy access to money now and I, you know it's just all bullshit yeah life is just suffering isn't it yeah i mean i've heard that about get, getting to your 30s but i just feel as like i'll still have enough energy but i will be broken and i will just start <laughs> doing horrible things with that energy yeah i'll have enough energy to be a depraved human being yeah i mean i'm slowly kind of going off those rails i'm in, i'm on that path, path without a yeah. shadow of a doubt mm. but yeah no i said that's it is it's it is, it is it is an interesting point. I remember thinking that, you know, by mid-twenties or whatever, yeah. um, I would have, like, broken ground with... Um, with something. Yeah, with whatever career I was getting into. Yeah. I guess some people have, but... Uh, They're bell ends. We don't talk not, about those people. Not us. Well, we didn't actually know anyone, in all fairness. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I mean, I, I've probably walked past someone who was successful. <laughs> Once. Once. I've walked past, you know. Yeah. I think I probably bothered someone who was successful once. I, I don't know. I think of the people we went to school with. We we're probably doing the best uh, uh, with those kind of assumptions. We haven't become. Yeah, we, but haven't we, cor- we went to a sink school, Damien. They brought the army in once. No, we went to a good school, but it was just a school of little ambition. It was a small town school, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just. It was basically a school that groomed future teachers. Yeah, at best, you know, people who'd be like, "Well, I'm, I'm just not passionate about anything." Teaching then. Yeah, go study um, sociology at university then, <laughs> and don't don't you know do the Rick Mail ironic thing either. <laughs> no, they didn't though. Oh my god, I think one of our friends did. But I mean, the people that were doing it clearly, you could tell, just had no idea what they wanted to do next. It was just right. like, oh, you know, it's something. Yeah, I used to have a girlfriend who uh, who studied business at a university, and I said, "Is that because you didn't know what to do?" And she looked at me incredibly offended and said, yes. And she was a fucking librarian. Yeah, yeah I mean, now I think you need a degree in librarianism to be a librarian. Well, yeah, I, I imagine these days, I mean... You, have you to need really a degree kind of... to be a fucking road sweep. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's just to keep people off the streets, isn't it, in their early 20s. Stop doing that with your, your cock. 
Join Hieronymus Swash and Mau Mau as they continue their journey in this week's installment of The Case of the Curse of the Ruby Garnet, Part 4. In other breaking news, open warfare today conducted by at least two of the city's biggest mob families. The Silviano family, based out of Luigi's lasagna. God, I hate the news. A bridge fell on people. Poor people are poor. Women's rights. People in wheelchairs. Raining on Tuesdays. Sounds like you have very specific memories of the news, boss. That's right. It was when I was only seven years old. Dad, can we turn the news off? It's boring. No. Tough times. Yeah. How are we going to convince the museum to give us the real ruby garnet, boss? With a little swash-swish, Mau Mau. With a little charm. A little glint of the eye. What if we have to talk to a man? Oh, my charm is a double-edged sword, Mau Mau. Men and women are both drawn to me like bees to an allergic child covered in honey. Dogs, too. Oh, yes. We'll never forget the case of the lupine duchess. Nor will she. Here it is, Mau Mau. Pull up. Don't start looking for a babe, Mau Mau. Just park up here. But it's a loading area. And we are unloading a gut full of justice. A gut full of what? Justice. You, reception boy, I demand to see the museum administrator. Reception boy, I'm 38. But you're so smooth-skinned. See, Mau Mau, honey catches more bees than vinegar. This man isn't covered in honey, and it's flies, and I never said it didn't. I must speak with the administrator immediately. Uh, well, what's this about? About thwarting a dastardly plan. Oh, is this about the painting of God? What? Yeah, because if it is, you'll need to sign a claim waiver. It's not about the painting of God. Oh, it isn't? But I thought that with all the deaths and the writing in Aramaic... It's not about the painting of God. That does sound interesting, boss. Yeah, and there is a three million dollar... We're not here about the painting. We're here about borrowing the Ruby Garnet. Ruby Garnet, you say? I'm the administrator of this museum. And I know exactly where you're from. You're from the telephones, aren't you? Ghastly people. Now they're poor. Well, you see... Theodolite Manaquan. Seriously? Well, you didn't say anything about Lady Telephone. Oh, come on, Mau Mau. Everybody knows the telephones. I'm afraid I certainly won't be able to loan you the Ruby Garnet for your own collection. It's not that, Mr. Manaquan. It's that Lady Telephone is in great danger, and without the Ruby Garnet... Oh, I'm sure you have a very compelling story. The telephones seem to come up with a new one every week now. Time to turn on the swash charm. But your excellency, Mr. Manaquan, surely a magnanimous giant of artistic study, you must find in even the tightest armour of warranted scepticism a chink of compassion and a shard of... No, no, no. No ruby garnet. But even the brightest suns are sometimes, briefly, eclipsed by moments of unexpected misjudge... No. Even as the cock crows on the morn, knowing the day will come, is there not a time when... I said no. Good day. Damn! Looks like he was one of the three percent impervious to my wit and wily ways. Amazing how many of such a small percentage we meet every day. Mau Mau, you're going to have to follow him to his office and use your jungle hypnosis to convince him. But boss, that utterly drains me. Well, that's a trade-off I'm willing to take. Here, I'll make a distraction while you sneak off. Oh, reception boy, tell me more about this painting of God. Come in. Mr. Manaquin. Oh no, not you. I was just settling down with a decadent tiramisu. You must give us the ruby garnet, Mr. Manaquin. I can't go around giving ruby garnets to every Tom, Dick and Fanny. Harry. Oh. Or Harry. We need the ruby garnet, Mr. Manaquin. You want to give it to us. What? The ruby garnet, Mr. Manaquin. Give me the ruby garnet. I... I... Your father. Your father's voice, Mr. Manaquin. 
your father's voice drumming on your mother's womb. <laughs> Tears of joy drowning hives of ants. Straw roofs on fire. You want to give me the ruby garnet. What's going on? Unseen colors upon a waterfall. The smiling faces of those who no longer exist. The footprints of those long dead. The printed hands of those now ash. The same twinkling stars and pure white moon above them all. Before and after crawling and walking things. Before the germs beneath your own fingernails even formed. The ruby garnet, please. Yes. Yes, sure. Here's the key to the display case. I'll turn the alarm off. And you see, that's why they're called bass notes, you see? Because after the other two notes have evaporated... Boss. Mau Mau, you look peculiarly unburdened by horrendous pain. Yes, but I do have the ruby garnet. But you didn't use your power of hypnosis. No, but I did scare the shit out of Mr. Manequin. How's the receptionist? Hey. Hey! He's fast asleep. I'm sure he was far too excited. Well, excitement does have that effect on people. Anyway, enough dallying. To the train station. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm just saying. Let's go then. Yeah, let's go. Join us next time for another exciting episode of The Case of the Curse of the Ruby Garnet. A little treat for you music aficionados right now. We have in the studio, live with us, Leroy Latoc. Ugh. What are you singing about today, Leroy? Yeah, yeah. And a fear, sticky palm, no mind, no the mirror, I see a wolf's eye. Monica Lewinsky. Well, that was absolutely fantastic. I love the bit at the end because it reminds me of taking off my underwear. What did you think, Damien? I thought that was that was, that was lovely. It was that, Leroy. That was a lot of chuff. Thank you very much. This one's called Grand Team-Up Royale Maximum, Part 1. Jab-Jab, Counter, Block Counter, Tiger Uppercut, and finally, a killing Haymaker Naguyen to finish off the last of Hernandez's men. Soon, another two, the stragglers of the bunch, come to the rescue, but a split kick deals with them and their typical subpar henchman training. Jackie Chan breathes a sigh of relief. He's a martial arts expert, but he's more than that. He's also a man of peace. He just wants to stop Hernandez's evil plan, but something's confused him. There should have been more bad guys than that. As he stalks closer to the reactor, he sees a few bloodied bodies of the Shadow League. What's going on, thinks Jackie Chan. Then he sees a man dressed in black, flipping one henchman over his shoulder before drop-kicking another into a trash compactor, badly damaging the finish. They begin to fight each other, but are very evenly matched, and through some witty dialogue, realize they're on the same side. The other guy, who isn't Jackie Chan, is in fact Steven Seagal. Great, says Jackie, 
what an international duo we will be. I'm Chinese, and you're fat. Let's go. And that's from Garth in Harvard. Thank you very much for that, Garth. Boisterous. 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 Boisterous brothers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is how we make, what, make strides in France. That sounds very fresh. Boisterous. So, obviously, and perhaps meaninglessly, because if you've gone through this, you've listened to Damien's te- tentacle porn story. But obviously, you know, I guess this is a, a fairly sensitive subject, but it shouldn't come, of, come as a shock to anyone that the internet is full of filth. Absolutely. It really is. I mean, it's, I, I think the internet is a terrible place. I think there's a lot of knowledge there. It's a bit like a library that's been covered in cum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the cum, that don't wash off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, you're kind of like knee deep in it. Yeah. Cum, a bit of blood, a few, few corpses that people have decided to share. Yeah, you've got all, yeah, it's just covered yeah. in those really old, old dry cum stones where they start to turn mm. brown a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess when people talk about... You know, when you really should be burning your bed sheets. When people talk about... Oh, you meant to burn them, are you? I thought I just I cook you, them. I just <laughs> just just said you going at it every morning with your chisel. Oh yes, trying to get your pants off. But I think when people talk about the worst things they found on the internet or or just seen generally, mm-hmm. it's usually porn. But a lot of stuff on the internet isn't pornographic or sexual. Like I've seen a lot of death on the internet. Yeah, like that thing I was telling you about with the guy. The cocaine thing, right? Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, the the narcos in yeah, Mexico, yeah, yeah. yeah, who'd who'd done those terrible things to that that guy. Um, yeah, they like amputated his hands and amputated his eyes, and, yeah, that's... and uh, they'd amputated his face. They'd flayed his face, but he was still conscious. And yeah, that's un- that's upsetting. Yeah, I can't think of a joke to say now. No, I mean, I, I remember um, the first time I'd seen like someone being moided yeah yeah um and i should probably just put uh put it out there it was online it wasn't actually you know yeah in it, front of me in, in front of you which would be different wouldn't it yeah but it, it was a long long time ago maybe about eight years something like that and uh video quality back then was atrocious so uh, you i saw something that was t- tantamount to like a gif these days yeah right and it was just um apparently apparently it was a kgb thing but it just had a woman pinned to the ground and they just cut her head off you know, it's just a tight. Oh, uh, tight are you sure it wasn't a Chechen thing. I, I don't remember the specifics. I yeah. just remember just seeing them plunge a knife um, into the net and then just saw through until yeah. I mean, until it was off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw exactly the same thing, but it was it was Chechnyans uh, doing or Chechen terrorists doing it to uh, a Russian soldier that they got, and they cut his head off. And I thought, like, I'm glad they cut his head off. Like, I'm glad he's dead. Sort of like straight away. Because I, I, I saw the ISIS video, um, this like very well-produced ISIS video where they have a room full of people in orange boiler suits and you know they're going to kill them. Uh, and you, they, they show you them killing every single one. Oh, my fuck. Like, they hang them upside down. They hang them upside down, so it's halal. I don't, I don't know if they can oh. make hot dogs with them after, afterwards or something, but it's, it's awful. And, you know, it, it's there on the internet. I think a lot of people don't see it. Unless they go looking for it, but there are forums and websites just dedicated to people sharing yeah, yeah. this stuff. So yeah, um, there was a friend of ours that yeah. um, was really into it. I mean, I would never go looking for it, but um, oh god, I, yeah. Um, and I just get either a random email or I'd be at his house at the uh, on the at the odd moment. He'd be like, "Oh, come have a look at this," and be like, "What, what, what?" And then just hit this space bar, and then you just like flash up and be like, "Oh my god, thank you very much for that." Yeah, I remember him doing that to me, and uh, he said like, "Oh, look at this, it's really hot." And I went to see what he got, and it was a woman like 
shoving a snake up a pussy. Oh, what? Yeah, like I don't remember. I didn't, I didn't see that. Like but... what is? What I mean, why? Why is he looking at that? Why does it exist? Why does it exist? Yeah, that's got to be cruelty. Like one of the worst things I ever saw. Going back to the porn thing, two girls, one octopus. Oh, I th- right. I've only heard of that. Um... I watched it with my old boss. Like it's a forty-minute video, and we skipped through it. It's one of those things you see, and it's like, I've got to see what happens. It can't be, can't be what I think it is, mm. and it is. And they basically kill an octopus. Yeah, I mean, I've, I only know what you've told me. You've given me a brief outline. That's kind of all I'm. I'm happy knowing that little about it. Yeah, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's uh, it's awful. Uh, one thing that we both have come across fairly recently is the Pikachu. Oh yes. Porn thing. Yeah. Strokemon. Strokemon. Yeah. Strokemon, where it's. Like, porn does a lot of porn parodies of stuff like Star Trek and TV shows, yeah. films and stuff and I, like that. I've seen a lot of adverts um, uh, for, like, cartoon porn for things like Family Guy, Simpsons, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. King of the Hill, which is pretty weird. Um, what, King of the Hill's weirder than The Simpsons? No, I just... No, but I just... Anything trying to, like, sexualize Peggy, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you really hate Peggy. Yeah, not not Bobby. Or anything, you don't care about that. Because yeah, all the cartoon porn I've seen has been pretty paedophilic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've, they, it's not like, yeah, it's not like any, they've decided. Well, that character's not an adult. We won't draw that. No, they draw everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, mm. what a sad world we live in. Yeah. So the Pikachu porn, basically, I haven't seen any of the Pikachu porn. All I've seen is the person playing Pikachu, which has like a la- <laughs> they have like a latex head on them. Yeah. And these ears stuck on them, and it's a fucking abomination. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I'd seen, like, a couple of videos of, like, girls dressed up in, like, little yellow miniskirts with mm. the ears doing, saying pika pika while they're getting mm-hmm. rail- ramrodded. Right. But this was, like, uh, a top and tail costume. and Yeah, so, like latex job. Yeah, it looked like a yeah. flesh suit, you know. Yeah, like they'd, yeah. They'd, yeah, they'd skin it, something alive and just sew it belonged in a horror movie. Like, it was it was good quality, but it was a nightmare. Yeah. Like, I, 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 when I saw it, I thought, like, if I was a cop who was called round to, like, the hotel room, like, the the hotel concierge called the cops and they were like, yeah, we don't know what the fuck's going on in there, but it, you've got to get over here because it sounds mental. If I broke the door down, I'd blow that thing away. Yeah, shoot on sight. Yeah. Yeah, it was abs- it was absolutely horrific. I- I'd think they'd like summon some sort of demon from hell. Yeah, because it is awful. I mean, it's how's that erotic? Well, how was what I you know discovered erotic yeah. as well? But there's a market for things like that, and God knows, um, I'm sure we we will will have bumped into a lot of people which secretly do are, secretly are into, but obviously would never fess up. Yeah, I, I remember. There's, I guess it's there's a reason it's a burgeoning market. Talking to my friend who uh, who told me that he was with someone else, someone who someone who had a sick mind, and they got sent this link on Facebook and. He opened it in front of the guy I knew, and it was like a twenty-second clip of this gla- of this guy dressed in like a clown costume, wearing an apron, fucking bits of a dead cow. Oh my god! Yeah, there's just so much. What the fuck in that what one sentence? That? Yeah, and I always think about like the person who produced it. Like, is that just like a normal producer? Like the director? Yeah, sure, was mental, but the producer was just like. Yeah, I'll I'll organise it for you. Yeah, I'll get the sound man for you and everything. Yeah, there's a, there's an entire crew there. Maybe even yeah. a like craft ca- catering table yeah, or something I'll get the like that. Table there. A craft catering table as yeah. well. Like, oh, this is better than usual. Oh yeah, my god, vegetarian chips tastes just as good ooh. as well. Cool on you, sir. I'd have never guessed. 
says everyone on set. Yeah, there, there is a there is a group of people which have to be complicit in those kind of acts. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I've often thought that with people who video porn. Like, I don't think you're, you know, if you're doing porn, I don't think you're like a videographer who just does straight porn. I think you just do what, you know, you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess for a lot of people, it's just another gig. Um, I guess a lot of them were just, I didn't break into like legitimate stuff and be like, fine, porn's good enough. Mm, we need a reflector on that ball sack. Yeah, how is there any more money in porn? Now that, you know, for as far as I can tell, everything people consume is almost always free. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do, do the people paying for porn, do they not realise that there's there's not just places you can go, it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, effortlessly. Yeah. I think that, that porn now has started to kind of be compartmentalised into very specific fetishes, right? Or Or not just fetishes, like the girls of porn or I suppose not just girls is it the performers of porn like I think it's about kind of try, trying to obsess your audience with that particular girl or that particular thing mm-hmm. so they have to pay for it because you can't get enough of it out there yeah I can see that because if you type in a porn actress's name you'll find it for free yeah but if you type like such so and so foot fetish maybe you won't find that maybe you, you'll have to pay for that yeah that's, that'll be a subscription thing yeah yeah, that's how they do it. That's how I do it anyway. Yeah, and I'm 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 sure it fucking works as well. You know, I. Uh... Yeah, you. I mean, you you oh, pay God, like yeah. 150 dollars a month. For yeah, porn, and it's worth you? every fucking penny. Yeah. I I never stop coming. No, no. <laughs> this is like the 20 minute break in my day. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, when um, you can like a lot of these uh, actresses uh, have like twitters and stuff like that. Yeah, and you look at look them up. They've got like an Amazon wish list up there, which yeah. they publish. Yeah, well, uh, so, yeah, and a lot of them are escorts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, well, I don't know if it was always like that, but almost all of them do a tour yeah. where they go to different cities and businessmen pay. Well, not, not just really businessmen. Good. Anyone with money pays and they, they fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty much always the case now with porn, isn't it? It's, it's actually. I didn't know that. Well, yeah. It's not so much porn anymore. It's more like these prostitutes just have extremely high public profiles. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you do porn, you're essentially a prostitute, aren't you? Because you're getting paid to fuck somebody. You're getting paid to be fucked. Yeah. I guess the difference is, legally, the difference is something like you are soliciting a prostitute if you're soliciting someone for sex. But if you're getting, if you're paying two people to fuck each other, that's, then you're a porn producer. That's called sport. Sport. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't actually have sex with a prostitute, but you can say to someone, here's a hundred dollars. I've got a gun. You've got 30 seconds. Deal? <laughs> but they have to say yes. They have to agree. Otherwise, it's murder. Yeah, you have to put it on paper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I imagine that probably is legal. If it isn't, it should be. Consenting adults. Mm. Yeah. Exploitation of desperate, desperate people. It's the American way. Yeah, it's nice. So. On that delightful note. You have been listening to the Bang Bros. Yes. Dot com. Yes. And I, uh, Merry Christmas as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's going to be another one after oh, yeah. this before Christmas. So. Oh, they did disregard. Fuck it. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Kwanzaa, or whatever it's called. What's it called? <laughs> Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaanaka, bitches. <laughs>